Uh, what's good, my good people? How you doing? What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Tyree Wardrobe Motorsport Show. I said I was going to be recording a little bit more, you know, maybe two episodes a week, maybe three, depending on how I feel, depending on what my schedule is like throughout the day. So, I mean, this is really going to be the first one of the week, the one that I was t- supposed to upload on Tuesday, but it is Wednesday, uh, or it's going to be released on Wednesday rather than Tuesday. Um... My bad on that. That's all I can really tell you. Uh, like I said, things have been in motion, you know, behind the scenes. So sometimes life takes gets in the way a little bit. But when I have the time and when I get the chance, I will record. And that is going to be beginning really, really this week. Really this week, all right? Starting off, main thing. This is the Tyree Wardrobe Motorsports Show. We talk about all things motorsports. It doesn't really matter what it is. It doesn't matter the genre. It doesn't matter the discipline. Uh, the only thing I have to say is that time is a factor. So therefore... I only talk about a few things. I only talk about the things that really interest me or maybe the hot topics of the week or, you know, try and get my insight on those types of things. Um, so if that's the type of stuff that you want to listen to, you know, the episodes tend to run like maybe 30 minutes to an hour. If that's the type of stuff that you're into, by all means, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button and uh, stick around because today we're actually talking about two things, donuts and we're talking about Rolexes. Uh, I say that meaning this, the Rolex, jeez, uh, the Rolex 24-hour Daytona is coming up. Uh, if you don't know what that is, that is like the flagship IMSA um, really race, basically. That is always that that is their first round of the 2021 season, and it is coming in full effect. The grid is set. All these teams have just finished joining up. Uh, you know, like uh, Jesus, what's their name? Racing Team Netherlands. They joined up. I didn't even know about this damn team. There's someone who has made a staple in WEC. They're coming back in WEC in 2021. For don't for those of you that don't know what WEC is. It's the World Endurance Championship. They, the racing team Netherlands, or uh, what's their, it'll be RTN. RTN is going to be coming back for WEC, but they plan on using IMSA's uh, Rolex 24-hour as like the stepping stone, basically, to make sure that they're still competitive. Because like I said, they have been away from the World Endurance Championship for a while. Next, of course, you know, There's also other teams as well. TF Sport has joined up uh, in the GTD category, and they're definitely going to be, um, you know, going for the going for the championship. They have flagship drivers and and really, uh, you know, people who have had a a substantial history in IMSA. People like Richard Restbrook with 11 IMSA wins, and he also had he also is a Rolex 24 winner. So the fact that they not, not alone have him as well as you know other. Uh, I would say maybe it's gold, silver level, um, you know, drivers and, and people who, you know, have potential and have skill all together and have a history and have a reputation. And it might not be an IMSA, it might be in Le Mans, but they still have a, repu- a reputation of, of a great track record and, and, you know, wins and all that stuff. So they're definitely going to be fighting for that 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 podium, that, that trophy. Um, I see nothing less, honestly. I see nothing uh, nothing less than podium for them because of who they have in their driving lineup. Uh, now, with racing team uh, Netherlands, I'm not sure how that goes. I don't speak, I, I don't know how to pronounce all these people's names. I'm not gonna sit here and try to. I've sat here and tried to do that before and I feel like I embarrassed the shit out of myself. My bad, my bad. I feel, I feel like I embarrassed the shit out of myself, but hey, um, I'm not going to sit here and, and pretend like I know how to say these people's names. So I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to bother. But just understand that it's Racing Team Netherlands. And they are making a debut in IMSA. Now, they do plan on uh, coming into IMSA in 2021. Later on. And 
if they do like later on in 2021 or at least 2022 they do plan on having a future in uh the international Woo. how did i forget what the hell imsa means hold on there's no way i forgot what imsa ah, international motorsport association there you go boom um or motorsports association uh so they will be trying to join up with that later on, uh, but they're just using this as basically their stepping stone and making sure that all their marks are correct, all their T's are, all their T's are crossed and all their I's are dotted, getting ready for the uh, World Endurance Championship in the, uh, what is it, the LMP, the, the, the prototype categories. Um, whew. I got some notes, like I said, I'm only really gonna be talking about two things, so this episode might actually be pretty damn short might be pretty damn short now the reason why i said donuts and rolexes rolexes is because of the rolex 24 with imsa um donuts though that's formula one because at the end everybody was, well the people the champions were doing donuts but I'm, I'm still on the rolexes right now the rolex 24 uh for those of you that don't know like i said it's like that first uh, initial annual round that comes in with imsa it's literally 24 hours long of racing um you know, countless laps, guys are just going at it. It's gonna be four different drivers over the course of the entirety for, for every team, you know, and over the course of the day, they're gonna be switching out and, 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 and really pushing and, and racing to the metal. Now, I always think that 24 hour races are definitely the most, so they might seem boring because of the fact that they're so damn long. They might seem boring, but 24 hour races are not, they're not boring. They're not because they have what I call a mental factor that a lot of people don't consider. Like regular people can't consider it. But drivers, racers, people who understand what's going on, they understand, they, they, I don't know if that does anything to y'all. I don't know if that does anything for y'all, but it does for me. You know, it, 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 it makes me think about what you're kind of going through and that, you know, kind of makes it even more exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the first driver starting off at green or starting off when the lights are off. You know, that that right there is your full drop, pushing, 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 trying to get as, as much as you can out of that beginning. You're basically that, um, what do they call it? Like in track and field, it's, it, if you try and convert it to track and field, you got four, it's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? The 400 meter relay, okay? Right, 400 meter relay, four by four. There you go. Four people, 400 meter relay. That first guy, whatever the hell you call him, he has to go out there and he has to be excellent. He has to put forth real speed and get an advantage on the other people. You know what I'm saying? Now the other two, those guys are just trying to make sure that they keep pace and they're making sure that, that they're staying with, with the fight, honestly. And then of course you have the last guy, your anchor, the one that you want to put that you, that, that you know is gonna bring you that excellent delivery, speed, consistency every single time he's out there. And I mean, in, in, you know, in sports car racing, those guys, you know, they switch out <laughs> time to time. Like, you know, like it could be first, second, third, fourth, and then uh, it'll start over again, or, or it'll be then the second guy, then the third guy, then the first guy, like that kind of stuff. Like they're, they could, they're, they could, I don't know how to say the phrase, but they can switch up throughout the day. Okay, but it's relatively still the same. It's still that first guy, that second guy, that third guy, and then that one that you know is gonna come down to the metal. And any any time you need to make up laps or need to make up um, anything like that, he's there to really put forth that effort and put forth, you know, full send and, and really go at it. And that is 
something that people don't necessarily consider if that makes sense <laughs> i know i'm kind of confusing at times i apologize it's not me it's you you just don't understand it <laughs> but that's just me talking shit. but this is the, that, this is the kind of stuff that you know it really that you kind of have to think about with IMSA sometimes because it, it is still endurance racing, you know. So obviously some some of those races only last an hour, some of those races only last forty minutes, whatever. But still endurance racing, and then with the Rolex Twenty Four, it's you know one of those that 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 triple staple basically because it's twenty four hours of Le Mans, it's a thousand uh, thousand miles at Sebring, then there's also the Rolex Twenty Four Daytona. Um, that's like the triple crown in in endurance racing really and i think if anyone is you know going to be going and really tackling that and really putting forth and, and really capturing that it'll probably be damn it i forgot their names i think it's I might, it might be tf sport it might be tf sport who has had you know pretty good success and i know they've had success in Le Mans. It definitely had success in Le Mans. They've done, I think, you know, I think they had a, a two and three finish um, in Le Mans this year. So I'm not 100% sure, uh, but I think that's what they had. Um, but either way, they're going to be coming together and really making um, an effort. Aston Martin is definitely a, a team to to to, uh, to worry about, you know. And it's something that they're they're definitely going to move to the to the top of the championship boards and really going to put forth that effort. And and most definitely Richard Westbrook, in my opinion, you know. Uh, 11 wins, 11 IMSA wins. He's uh, also a former Rolex 24 winner. He's he's their anchor, basically. He's that platinum level guy that they're gonna need um, to really to to, re to really rely on. So when that happens, when that race actually happens, hey, by all means, I'll be watching all damn day. Well, maybe not all day. I gotta sleep. I got shit to do. But I'll be watching for the majority of the day and really catching and, and really catching some gold. You know, IMS. 24-hour races have so many different points of focus and so many different points of entertainment and action throughout the race. And I say this simply because they have the beginning of the race. Obviously, everybody's watching. Everybody's excited. That's the first, what, hour, two hours, three hours. And then you get the general idea of how it's going to run for the rest of the day. But when you leave, come back, leave, come back, leave, come back, or, or you, you leave, go to work, whatever you do, come back, they're still going to be racing. And there's still gonna be guys, cause it's gonna be fresh. It's gonna be fresh people coming on. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like I said, it's those four different drivers, and everyone wants to either prove that they're better than their teammates, prove that they're better, or they might have a specific rival with someone, or, or just there might be one team rivaling with another team. Stuff like that makes it interesting and makes it exciting. And I am here for it. Like I said, it is the triple. It is a part of the triple crown of endurance racing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's coming, I think, uh, January 30th or something like that. I didn't write down the date, so forgive me for that. But uh, I definitely believe IMSA is going to have an awesome season. I thoroughly believe that, and I will definitely be catching up on that season. I'll be covering the entire season. I'll be watching as many races as I possibly can, maybe even attending some of them if they're around. Well, they're not gonna, well if they're around the area, honestly, because they there is some... There's definitely a bunch of stuff that happens in my area uh, that I think I can definitely make so all that kind of stuff I will be attending I will be going after and um, I think that IMSA is definitely something that you know is going to definitely bring in way more viewership for the American people uh, for like you know for American racing in general um, 
that's all I gotta say on that. <laughs> this episode, like I said, it, it, this this is gonna be fairly short. It ain't gonna be nothing too crazy. Uh, just to sit down and, and really, you know, quick discussions, donuts and Rolexes. That's all I'm talking about. Um, Formula One, Formula One, Formula One. Jumping into Formula One, it's Sebastian Vettel. Peace out to him. He's no longer with Ferrari. He is no longer in the Ferrari red. He's no longer in that beautiful bright. I forgot what team he's going to. I'm pretty sure these are right. It's it's something. <laughs> it's something. I should have wrote all this stuff down, but my bad. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, she should be going to what? Aston Martin after what? Right? Uh, yeah, okay. He should be going to uh, to to Racing Point, which is in turn going to be Aston Martin next season. So at least I believe. Something. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that that what I just said is correct. And then there's some other guys moving to LeClaren and all that stuff. Um, but either way, he's no longer in the Ferrari. The guy, you know, four-time champion. Um, he's he's won several um you know, titles. He won consecutive titles uh, with Red Bull. Won titles with uh, Ferrari. He's 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 renowned, and he's definitely. I don't want to say he's not feared. He's not feared, guys. Believe in themselves, obviously, but he's definitely someone that is respected. And um, he definitely received a standing ovation on his way out onto the track by Ferrari. Uh, applause from everyone. He's been working with these people for years. So by all means, understand that there is respect all the way around. And, you know, and also respect from him to those guys and to all the people behind him. Um, uh, me, growing up, I saw him in, I, I saw him, uh, in Ferrari for the most of my life, obviously, until... Um, maybe you know now or a couple months ago when I started looking back at all the stuff that he's done um, same thing with uh, people that um, I'm just just not finding out about you know uh, Jesus um, Hamilton I, I had to go back and check out like I said I only got interested in Formula One in 2017 and um, you know I started listening to it and started watching it and, and, and really started paying attention in 20. 18 2019 towards the ending of 2018 beginning of 2019 that's real i really started paying attention really um you know when the season has started back up in 2019 that's when i truly truly started paying attention and then from there i've, I've been on, i've been kind of on top of what's going on in the current events but i never really decided to look back but i did spend some time with it just a little bit and, and seeing what uh seeing what the people that i consider you know greats and and some people that i consider legends now what they've done and it only solidifies my thoughts on that um from then basically it only solidifies my thoughts even more um daniel or daniel kiat i'm pretty sure i said his name either wrong just now i mean i definitely said his name wrong in the past times that i've talked about it because i thought it was spelled a completely different way um <laughs> Ian Alfatiri have not made a decision as to whether or not he will be staying in for 2021, which honestly, I mean, I don't know what to say. Um, what I actually, I do know what to say. Daniel, he, Daniel, that, that, Kiat, 
he's had an impressive season thus far. The reason I say that is because he's had some of the most perfect races I've seen. Yes, he's probably, I think he crashed out in one of them. I'm not 100% sure, but he has had an impressive season when he's, you know, fully on the track and, and, and racing and all that stuff. He's had some pretty perfect races, you know, obviously, you know, with some bad timing at times, but he's had some pretty impressive races. He's had uh, some races where, you know, good battles, you know, uh, great showcasing of skill, all that, all that good stuff. He's done it. So the fact that they haven't really given him a decision now, the season's over, you guys can make your minds up, whatever, you know, you, you've seen what he's done, the, 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 the statistics are in place, um, that's kind of a shame. You should definitely have, you know, something for the guy, whether it, it should either be a definite or a definite yes, honestly, and uh, you probably shouldn't be stringing him along, but I mean, he's basically up for hire now, uh, uh, basically, and... He's up for the picking, basically. So I mean, you know, I mean, these other teams have already decided on who they're they're working with and what they're going to be doing. But hey, man, if you guys you know want to try a, a different route or maybe put on put someone else in in, in the race seat, he's available. And I don't think he would mind that as well. I don't think he would mind maybe a trade or, or a movement of some such. Just a thought. Just a thought. Um. Now I want to also talk about uh, Pietri Fittipaldi. Uh, Mr. Reserve driver who raced in Secure. Now, originally, Secure was just uh, a learning experience for him in Formula One. That's been, that's pretty much all it was for him and uh, Jack Aiken. Uh, it was just a, a learning experience on you know um, different things that happened throughout the race and uh, different tendencies and, and, and you know just just basically just sit back and watch that's kind of what it was just sit back and watch do what you got to do to stay in but just sit back and watch um but he is he he was the he, he is a reserve he is a reserve driver and he is trying to be a reserve driver in formula one but he's also trying to be a full-time driver in indycar now obviously the goal for everyone who is a reserve driver is to actually fucking drive no question about it. Nobody's going to be mad at you, Pietri, if you go ahead and, I mean, leave Formula One and go into IndyCar. Nobody, I don't think anybody would be mad at that because who knows when you're going to get the opportunity to drive unless someone is freaking hurt or someone is injured or something like that. That That's when you might get that opportunity again like it happened, at Sek like it happened with Sakir. But I don't, I know he's trying to keep his foot in Formula One. He's not trying to leave that completely because he still wants to race Formula One. But you're really pushing it for the best of both worlds kind of thing because Formula One is primarily Europe. IndyCar is not. Um, to do... It, what if your name gets called? Yes, I mean, okay, take a flight, whatever. Yeah, you'll get there in time. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, like, what if your name gets called and you're in the middle of a championship drive? You know what I'm saying? Are you gonna up and leave that IndyCar battle and up and leave that IndyCar uh, championship? Like, let's say you're doing, you know, real good. Because I've looked into his history with IndyCar. He's had plenty of podium finishes. He's had, you know, plenty of top ten placements, and he's really competitive in that field. So obviously, I mean, if he were to uh, end up being full time in form in, in in IndyCar, he's gonna be, he's gonna be going. He's gonna be gunning for the championship. He's gonna be gunning for that top spot. I don't see him gunning for anything less. So. Of course, he's gonna be. What is that? What what choice would you make if you if you were in if you were in that spot? What choice would you make? I'm just talking to regular people right now, not P3. If you were in that spot, what choice would you make? 
know what I'm saying? Are you gonna dump that whole championship? Let's say, let's say, you know, let's say you had you in the top rankings right now and in the top of in the top of the championship standings and points and, and you're gonna up and leave that to go form to go to Formula One to drive one or two races and miss out on a weekend of IndyCar? Is that what you're gonna do? I doubt it. I doubt it. So I mean, hey man, look. You got the opportunity to secure. Don't get me wrong. You would love to get the opportunity to drive full time, to drive in something competitive. But by all means, hey, the Formula One doesn't look like it's really pushing towards the younger side anyway. You know, guys are 30, 30, 30 to 35 years old. I mean, yes, they got a couple. They got some young boys in there, but y'all are the reserve drivers. Like I said, look, if they want, if you're still that same guy, if you're still, you know, what am I trying to say? If you're still that same guy that they hired for reserve driving i'm pretty sure if they needed you for racing and all that stuff they would move you you know uh so they won't lose you you know that that, that kind of thing but man by all means go ahead just head over to any car scratch formula one off the list if they want you back they'll they'll they'll, they'll cough up what they need to cough up but look <laughs> you could be a champion somewhere else <laughs> You can get that opportunity somewhere else. You can race full-time somewhere else. You don't have to tie yourself down to Formula 1. And yes, it will be the best of both worlds to still have your foot in the door. But hey, man, sometimes you sometimes you just can't do it. Sometimes you just can't do it. Um, keeping it going with the actual race. We're stopping. He is in. He was in pole position. I'm not going to really talk about the qualifying because, like I said, I want this episode to run quickly. I'm not going to talk about qualifying whatsoever. Um... Other than the fact that Verstappen won pole, Hamilton suffered a little bit, Botas suffered a little bit. Um, what was that boy's name? Sands? Jesus, I forgot who the hell was in fourth. Well, one of the McLaren boys was in fourth, which was uh, really great to see. Glad to see that McLaren was up there being really competitive. That was good. Um, but moving to the actual race. Um, from the get-go, Verstappen was in first damn near for the entirety of the race. Well, basically for the entirety of the race. Stayed in first and really pushed and, and really, you know, created a big uh, a, a gap between him and the Mercedes behind him and, you know, was was really uh, leading and, and showing how much Red Bull Honda can push. Um, you know, first 10 laps, great action. Great action. A lot of passes, overtakes, a whole lot of um, different people trying to do different things and really, you know, put it to the metal, trying to make the race interesting. Obviously, it's the last race of the season. Everybody wants to put down that 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 pizzazz and really show why f1 is f1 but that didn't really happen after lap 10 honestly you know sergio perez came out um which prompted uh he uh had either engine trouble or transmission trouble i'm not 100 certain i think it was transmission trouble um that ended up happening and he had no drive and had to be pulled off which in turn prompted a virtual safety car now something that i've noticed like i said the mental aspect of racing is usually not considered Daniel Ricciardo stays on for 40 laps on hard tires. 40 laps. That's strategy. That's thinking. Reason I say that, because virtual safety car comes out. Everyone comes in and pits. Everyone starts back up with fresh tires. But he stays on, tries to get, uh, tries to get an advantage on the rest of the pack. You know what I'm saying? Um, where was I going with this? I don't know. Uh, but like I said, first 10 laps, pretty good action. No fighting, no nothing. Oh, one thing I do want to point out, though, Sergio uh, Perez, he was in either 19th or 20th place uh, and 10 laps in out of 55, and he made it all the way up to P14. So let's say, because I'm pretty sure he started, he should have started off at the, la at the end of the pack. 
gonna just jack it off at he started off at the end of the pack. I'm almost certain that's where he started off at. So six positions in 10 laps, uh, and he was still pushing and still improving and coming up on spot on, on P13. So I think if he were to stay on, it would definitely been, you know, in like maybe top seven. Cause the, the man could drive, man. The man could drive and it sucks that he suffered a mechanical failure and ended up having to not race like that. Um, that was horrible. That was horrible, but like I said, everybody came in, pitted, got fresh tires, Ricardo stayed on and kept staying and, and stayed on for 30 more laps on those hard tires. So um, strategy by Ricardo and the team and uh, strategy from everyone else, as you can see, you know, everyone wants to start back off on those fresh tires. Um, where was I going? <laughs> ah, boring. The race was boring as shit. Um, after lap 10 and after, you know, the virtual safety car restart, um, that was boring. The race was boring. Yeah, there was a couple of little bits of action here and there, but that race was predominantly just a snore fest. Um, something that I wasn't really, uh, worried about. Something that I kind of was a little upset about, you know, like, ugh, it's the final race of the goddamn season. Y'all, y'all couldn't have made this a little bit more exciting, but hey, that's not really their biggest disappointment. I think... I think, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that that, you know, obviously that is disappointing because the last race of the season, everybody wants to see great skill and, and really showcase why Formula One is Formula One. But hey, they have other things to worry about. They got other things that they need to fix. And, you know, drivers have other things on their minds and all that. Alex Albin still worried about a future in Formula One. You know, um, who did I mention? Kiat also worried about his future in Formula One. Guys, you know, trading teams and people getting standing ovations and celebrating, they're not necessarily worried about putting hammer to the, putting hammer to the metal. Is that a thing? Oh, putting pedal to the metal and really um, going forth with it. They're not, they're not stressing that. They're not stressing that. And I have no reason to be mad at that, but damn, damn, that was boring. Um, ooh, where was I? <laughs> Oh, some next season battles were foreshadowed in this race. Honestly, um, you know, like teammates and stuff, future teammates and all that stuff. Guys were kind of, you know, rubbing up against each other and whatnot. That sounded so wrong. Guys were going up against, you know, that, that kind of sounds bad too. I'm talking about racing, so don't get it twisted. Um, but whatever. Guys were, were really going at each other and, and were really um, putting down a pretty good effort and putting down a pretty uh, good display. And, you know, honestly, I think that they have that just that little bit of those guys going back and forth and i mean i'm pretty sure they were just smiling all the way or whatnot but that seeing that little the little battles that you that you might see next year or in the next two years or something like that that was nice to see but that only lasted for so long because the race ended up turn, being turned into a boar fest um and lastly donut time i told you this episode was about rolexes well donuts and rolexes I done talked about the Rolexes, it's time to talk about the donuts. Finishing off with style, Hamilton and Botas were donutting. Donutting? Is that a thing? Were. They were spinning around viciously. <laughs> At the finish line, having a good old time, having a good old ball. It was a wonderful sight to see. I was smiling, happy. Uh, kept watching the videos, kept watching the highlights, kept watching, you know, uh, all the rewind and stuff on, on freaking Instagram and, and, you know, sharing it on Twitter, all that stuff. If you haven't followed me on Twitter, by all means, head there at the Big Ticket 07. 
I give you all the latest and greatest news on form, on, on motorsports news, not just Formula One. I give you the latest and greatest news on all things motorsports, bro. WRC, uh, sim racing even. I, I give you so much. I give you so much. Head over to Twitter and, and, and hit that follow button, man. Hit that follow button. Don't, don't. Grow with me. Grow with me and adapt. <laughs> I'm just trying to create, man. I'm just trying to do a little something, something and, and, and really help out. Uh, like I said, I'm all about that diversity and inclusion. Uh, if you go back to my other episodes, go back to my first episode or like my first three. I don't know which episode it was, but when I really talked about why I created the show and all that stuff, there you go. I'm not gonna speak on. I'm not gonna speak on that. Um, you know, I ask for show notes and all that stuff. I give y'all the latest and greatest in the motorsports news and motorsports world. Um, WRC is definitely something at the top of my list. I mean, this isn't in my notes or anything like that, but I'm getting ready for rally UK or rally in in the UK. You know, guys are already doing testing and and getting ready like they didn't just win, that they didn't just finish off the 2020 season in the championship. They already back at it, racing, testing, and then <laughs> getting everything worked out, crossing their T's and dotting their I's. Guys are really about it, about it. So, cannot wait to see what the next season of WRC offers. But like I said, this is just about donuts and Rolexes. That's it for me. That's it for the show. If you uh, if you're listening to the audio version, I do have a video version. I do have a YouTube version. Head on over to YouTube.com, okay? Or there will be a link in the description. Copy and paste, however you do it. Um, I will be putting the channel link in the description. So head there and most definitely hit that subscribe button. You can watch all my previous episodes, or you can. I mean, there's way more content that's gonna come for that sim racing stuff. There's gonna be you know um, race breakdowns and race coverages and all that good stuff on that channel so by all means head there click that subscribe button click the bell icon so you can join that notify me squad and by all means man live it up have a wonderful time have a wonderful day follow me on instagram at tyreek waldron uh and on Twitter at the Big Ticket 07. Like I said, head over to the YouTube version. You'll find all the links there. I'm not gonna dump a ton of links in the freaking audio version description. I'm just dumping the YouTube channel link. <laughs> if you really want it, you're gonna go get it. But sad, sad to see. Um, well, not sad, but hey, he's on to he's on to new things. It doesn't really matter. But Sebastian Vettel no longer in red. Um, Hamilton. Comes away with obviously the victory um, that was you know talked about weeks and weeks and weeks ago, uh, and um, you know uh, Kiat is kind of ashamed that he doesn't have anything going with uh, AlphaTauri. By all means, he definitely should, or he should have some types of discussions with other teams or something. Um, one more thing that I missed for the IMSA, I'm not sure if I talked about it in one of the previous episodes, but Kevin Magnussen is going to be racing with the Chip Ganassi Racing Team. That is proud to see. He's going to be racing with Cadillac. I expect great things. The man is talented. The man has shown some great skill in Formula One. Obviously, not necessarily the most respected or clean driver after some of the stunts that he's pulled in mid-race and all that stuff, but he is definitely someone who is pretty pretty talented and honestly I think he would be gunning for a win in his category anyway um Rolex 24 is coming up in January it should be around the ending of January either the 24th 27th or the 30th one of them dates uh jeez I actually don't know uh, but let's find out that specific date for 
y'all if it would pop the hell up. If it would pop the hell up, pop the hell up. <laughs> it's just the one thing I gotta say. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna find out the times for y'all. January 28th to the 31st. <laughs> there you go, there's your answer. Um, also, by the end of next year, expect, well, not by the end of next year, Jesus, by the beginning of next year, expect me to have some sponsorship stuff in, um, or not sponsorship stuff, but like brand ambassador stuff and stuff like that in, in the works. Um, trying to just grow. So if you enjoy it, share with your peoples and uh, help me out. Uh, also, we'll be, you know, head over to my Instagram, definitely uh, go ahead and hit that follow button there. You know, you'll see some bits and from my uh, podcast as well as, uh, you know, video uploads and all that stuff. And um, also some, you know, some some photos, my favorite cars in the world. Um, all the cars that I used to talk about when I when this podcast first started, uh, all that stuff, all that stuff is going to be on there. So by all means, head to my Instagram as well as the Big Ticket 07 uh, on Twitter. Peace out. Have a wonderful day. That's it for the show. That's it for me. Um, I don't know if I tried to do this last episode. I tried at some point. Not 100% sure, but amen. By all means, go out there and enjoy your day. Go out there and have fun. Um, If I had to give uh, a bit of advice or something like that to leave y'all on a good note. um, All I got to say is the harder you work, the luckier you get people not gonna understand that but the ones who do the hard work will peace that's it